Hey, so we are about to listen to episode three of the fucking ridiculous podcast where we discuss anything and everything that is basically fucking ridiculous. Um, and if you're watching, I had a few things happen recently and, um, We'll discuss this a little bit later, but yeah, uh, nothing says hot girl summer like a squishy ball on your cool sling with your ice pack. So enjoy. The latest in the fucking ridiculous saga of Nicole is I just found out that I have to have shoulder surgery and it is to repair my rotator cuff and my bicep. both of which are torn. Um, It is my right shoulder. I am a right-handed and right-footed, legged person. Um, To go with the, like, three combo that I always like, I had my knee done arthroscopically about 10 years ago. And then about four years ago, I had my hip replaced on my right side as well. And now I will get my right shoulder worked on. I actually asked for a bionic shoulder and I was told no. So I was kind of disappointed because I read that the recovery for the bionic shoulder was actually easier than what I'm about to do. So kind of sucks. But anyway, so I bet you're wondering, oh my God, that's so weird. Like, why would you need that? That's a great question. So my mom passed away in December and yes, that it that's a whole thing in and of itself. But I was moving her mattress in her townhouse because I had someone coming in to like do some painting and stuff. And so I don't like to ask for help when I don't have to. Like I can, I got shit covered. I can do this on my own. So I was there by myself trying to move her stuff. And my mom was one of these people who like, she only spent money on the things that she really, really like treasured and loved. She did not care about decorating. She did not care about brand names. She drove a 2004 Toyota Corolla with like 700,000 miles on it until the day she died, literally. But my mom was sleeping on a $13,000 mattress. $13,000, not hundred. I have so many thoughts about this because when she told me this in the hospital, I was like, no, mom, it's it's 1300 And she's like, no, Nicole, it's 13000 And I said, oh, my God, who sold this mattress to you? And how is this not a criminal offense? Like $13,000? I think maybe the only people that have $13,000, and it is a Tempur-Pedic. She, she had to tell me numerous times. It's Tempur-Pedic. It's like sleeping on a cloud. I was like, okay, whatever. So anyway, this Tempur-Pedic mattress, however, is super, super fucking heavy. And it's not stiff like like this, like a notebook would be stiff. It's really like, like it's more like the pages. It's like it, it goes, flows in and out and all around. And so I was like muscling this bad boy up because I'm, I'm a big girl. I got that. And um, it starts to kind of come down in the in the middle. So I like move myself to the middle and now I'm just pushing it up, you know, from the middle. But in fact, we're going backwards. So it actually like collapses on top of me. And so now it's a Nicole sandwich between the Tempur-Pedic mattress and now the box spring that I'm like shouldered under. So now I'm like, okay, we got to muscle this shit up. We got to get ourselves out of this. You know, no one's coming. So I muscle it up 
And I feel like a little pop, a little like heat. And I was like, I don't have time for this shit. So got that sucker up there and went on my merry way. So a couple of days later, I'm like, damn, this thing really hurts. And so I start doing what any normal person would do. I start to rehab it myself. I rest it. I ice it. I put a heat, you know, sucker on it. I use my Theragun. That thing's the bomb. I start going to acupuncture because I'm like, I can fix this. I lift light weights. I lift heavy weights. I lift no weights. You know, I'm trying everything except doing push-ups because I knew that would really hurt. So when nothing works after, oh, and I got three or four massages too. Nothing was working. So I finally go to the doctor. I get an x-ray. It shows nothing. So we get the MRI and the MRI shows that I have torn my rotator cuff in three places and my bicep tendon. So my surgeon, who also did my knee, calls me and says, yeah, this is really, this is actually terrible. <laughs> and I was like, uh, he goes, the recovery is way worse than the hip and it's going to be rough and I'm really, really sorry. And I was like, okay, well, this really sucks. And he goes, I wish I could tell you you could wait till like the holidays, but it's already tearing off the bone. Ew. Um, so we've got to repair it as soon as possible. So you could be listening to this and I might have already had it, but Part of the reason I'm wearing this very fancy shirt is because this will be my life for the next three months because I will be in a sling with a sweet pillow underneath it. So I will be like Mr. Roboto on one side and then living in the left-handed world that this hand can do nothing, nothing. I've already tried to brush my teeth. I have tried to wipe myself going to the bathroom. I've tried to brush my hair. I suck at it, all of it, all of it. So this is going to be a big deal. So for someone who hates to ask for help, I will now be asking for so much help. I like am so sad about it. So to me, everything about this is fucking ridiculous because it all started with the $13,000 mattress that my mom should never have purchased. And she made me promise not to give it away. So guess who's sleeping on said mattress? My youngest son upstairs. So this past weekend, I took my youngest niece, <clears throat> who's 20, up to see MGK and Avril Lavigne up in D.C. And anytime you're on I-95, it, that's like a shit show anyway. But so we finally get there. And the show was great. Now, I love live concerts. I love music. I will basically listen to any kind of music except for like new country. And if you love new country, I, I'm not dissonant. I just, I, it's not my jam, you know? So anyway, we go to the show, Avril Lavigne's opening up. She's freaking adorable. If you don't know who she is, she is this tiny little Canadian singer. She's been out of the spotlight for a while, but she's back in. She has like cute, fun, like not so angry songs about like her relationships with her boyfriends and stuff. But anyway, she looked amazing, sounded amazing. And you just kind of want to like fold her up like a like one of those little notes that you would pass to someone and like put her in your pocket and take her home. She's adorable, right? So then MGK comes out and he's he's a good performer for sure. I've never seen him live, so I didn't know what to expect. And most of the shows that I've been to have been, you know, more COVID-related. So I felt like they were a little bit tamer. This was not anything crazy or, or whatever. But there were several things that were different. And one of them was the cross-section of people there. Like, I was amazed. Like, normally, if you go to a show, 
you're going to see a kind of a type of person. And, you know, I mean, there were so many walks of life here, so many age ranges. I mean, everybody wearing pink like this, like my pink shoes. Um, that's his signature color. So like everybody's either wearing like wearing pink or they've dyed their hair pink or they have like crazy pink eyeshadow on or the pink beanies, you know, even though it's like 100 degrees outside, people wear the beanies because that's that's a thing. Everybody's got something on. Oh, and fishnets. He wears fishnet like Madonna used to, I guess, or anyway, and they wear fishnets too. So that was all new to me, but very cool. There were families there. There was a family of like a mom and a dad and um, a daughter and a son. And that those kids probably were like, I don't know, maybe nine and seven. And they all had their beanies on just like their dad. But the dad has like a, a pink mohawk. The daughter, I could tell he dyed her hair because he was very particular about how her hair was. It was very long, very beautiful. But she was sitting next to him and he was doing stuff. Now they were in the front row. So when anyone walked by, you know, that, you know, that she would be seen. So there was something going on there. I'm not quite sure, but that was new. I just don't recall ever wanting to take my kids to like a show like that. Now, babysitting's always an issue. Totally get that. Maybe they fucking love him too. And they were like, let's just all make this a family party. Great. But the smells, now that certain things are, are legal, they are potent. And I say this in the best way possible. They are potent. And they, it's such a welcome smell. It brings me back to a time where, you know, everything was just easier. But anyway, that's one reason that I was like, oh, wow, I wonder, maybe they're cool with that. The second thing is where you sit has a correlation to like where your peeps are, you know? So like people are trying to jam into other seats and then they're talking smack to one another because, you know, some girl's boobs are hanging out and some guy's muscle shirt, which again, okay, I'm going to go on record as saying, if you are a mom of boys, do not allow them to start wearing tank tops. That's not okay. It's, it's not. I appreciate the wanting to like have ventilation. I'm a sweater. I, I get it. I also love to see big muscles, but a tank top on a guy is not the look that, that you want. Don't, don't do it. Okay. Don't let them do it. I mean, if they do it on their own, you're, you can't help it. But anyway, a lot of guys in muscle shirts and like tanks, which that was surprising to me too, because I don't know why I just wasn't sure. One thing that was shocking to me as well was that everyone's filming. Like, no one's actually watching. I mean, they are. They are. But they're filming a lot with their friends. And I'm, like, one of those people where I kind of forget, and I'm a shitty filmer anyway. So I'm just, like, listening, and I'm, like, trying to dance around and, and have fun and sing along and be, be, like, ridiculous. And everybody else is, like, with their phones. Another funny thing that happened was when the lights went dark— <laughs> This sells how old I am. And they're like, let's light it up. And I was like, oh my gosh, who here even has a lighter? And all of a sudden, everyone's raising their phones with their flashlights on because that's what a light is. Not a lighter like back in 1962 when, you know, you did that. So that made me feel kind of old and dumb at the same time, which I just told everybody. So now you know. But I did see one of the sweetest things that I think I, I love to make, like, I like to make up stories about, like, the people when we're waiting. You know, I'm like, oh, where are they from? Or what's the story with them? Are they brother and sister? Or are they dating? Or, you know, 
are they in a fight? So there was a couple when I was getting drinks, I didn't see them come in, but they are front row, not in the pit, but like on the side. And it's a, it's like a, a female and a male. And I'm going to go on a limb. I'm not great with age, but like I'm definitely thinking they're like late 50s, 60s, could be a grandparent. And this woman, the entire concert filmed like this. Her arm never, did she ever like had to put her arm down for a rest. She would like film around and then come back. So then I started thinking, well, Maybe she's live streaming. Like, is that even possible? Is that a thing? I don't know. And then I looked at the man behind her and he was just kind of bobbing his head. He was trying to get into it and all, but he never once like took the camera. So I was like, what is going on there? And then it got to the point where the story in my head I blew up was she is actually filming for her grandchild who is in the hospital and really wanted to go to the show, but couldn't go to the show. So now she's there with the grandfather and she's going to film this sucker the whole way through and she's going to, because she loves that grandchild. So every time now I look at them as I'm during the concert, I was like, oh my God, I hope that kid is okay. And then I'm like, stop it, Nicole, stop it. So anyway, concert was great. I had a lot of fun. My niece said it was a nine. I was like, shit, either you haven't been to a lot of concerts or the concert bar has been lowered because I thought it was good, but I've certainly been to better. Anyway, so glad I went. Not sure about the steep price of the ticket and the Ticketmaster fee. Thank you very much. But concert was great. There was no encore. When it's done, it's done. You get up and you leave. That is all. So that's also new. But it was a good show. I booked a hotel that was like two blocks away from the venue, knowing that, you know, I I was going to walk there and stuff. And we got lost. It was two blocks. It was two blocks. And we both had our GPSs out. Anyway, it's good to have a new normal And I was super pumped to be at a show. So now it's time for Nicole's Not So Deep Thoughts. This is the three things that are just on my mind that I either don't understand and need someone to explain it to me, or maybe no one can explain it and I'm just the dumbass that it's just bothering. So valet parking was $65 for one night. One night. What? I'm already paying $500 for a room and now I've got to pay $65 for my car to have a special room? No, I don't get it. Number two, backtracking. And I don't mean like backpedaling. I mean like they are playing the songs at the concert like you hear on Spotify or whatever, you know, Apple or or the radio. They're playing those songs and they're playing along and they're singing to them. And I know this because... He played a a collab with an artist that I love and I heard the voice and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if that girl on stage is singing. And then I was like, no, that's definitely Halsey. And I'm like, I turn to my niece and I say, are they like lip syncing? What the hell? And she's like, oh yeah, no, that's what they do all the time. They just lay the track in the back and then they play on top of it. So that's totally new because back in the day that was super frowned upon. So new. Third thing. Back in the day when you would go to a concert, no one would know if celebrities were there. They'd either be backstage or they'd like be in the suite or the box or, you know, the 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 Five Honey suite. Now, the VIP section is like its own platform on the opposite side of the stage. So like the stage is in front of you and all the people that want to be seen are on this platform and they are there like you cannot miss them. And that was totally new. Because I didn't know who some of these people were. And my niece was telling me who they were. I was like, usually people don't want to be seen. Nowadays, everyone wants to be seen. So 
If you go to a concert, DM me, tell me how it is because those were interesting. All right, so next week, I promised you would have a guest. And so next week, I do have a guest coming on. Her name is Walker, and she is a friend and a realtor, and we will discuss some fucking ridiculous stuff that happens in her life, so you don't have to listen to mine all the time. Oh, and be my friend, and like this, subscribe to it, tell your friends about it, and then if you want to write me a review and be like, hey, we don't like the way you do this, can we see more of your dog, or whatever, just write me a review. I'll read it, okay? Have a good one. <laughs>